Oh, yes, Lord, renew a right spirit within all of us today, individually and corporately. Thank you, Father, the good work that you have begun in each one of us. You will finish that good work. And everyone said, Amen. Look at James chapter 1. I left my sermon down there. So, we could go home after that. Years and years ago, <coughs> prophet of God, um, we were at somewhere, this is many, many years ago, called us up front. I never met the man in my life, and this is what he spoke to Kathy and I. He said, you are both a double whammy to the body of Christ. And, you know, I thought, well, boy, that's really an uplifting word. Meaning this, we both have strong personalities. Would you, you don't have to say amen if you don't want to, but she's quiet, but she, she's a whirlwind. She was telling me one time she's talking about the, the end of Proverbs about the, the virtuous woman and how it describes her as a whirlwind. I says, well, that's great, but I like a gentle breeze once in a while. <laughs> But we're both double whammies to the body of Christ. Meaning this, we both have strong gifts in kind of a no-nonsense, and that's turned a lot of people off. Their people should be here. To, you know, they're not here because they don't like the strong word. They, they <clears throat> you know, want to play church. And we're living in an hour you know, like she said, my sister and brother-in-law in east of Tampa, and they're not leaving, that's fine. They're 70 years old. They should be able to make good decisions. But she's right. That's a good analogy. That's where a lot of the body of Christ is. You think you're ready, but you're not. And in James chapter 1, in verse 21, it says, Therefore lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness and receive with meekness. The, the implanted word which is able to save your soul. <clears throat> now, meekness isn't weakness. But there's an element of humility and a humbleness there. It says, but be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. For he observes himself and goes away and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it, say continues in it, and is not a forgetful here, but a what? A doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does. You'll not be blessed, I'll not be blessed, unless I am a doer. What is a doer? A doer is someone that does something. <laughs> Simple. In other words, if the Bible says tithe, you tithe. The Bible says do not forsake the assembling of yourselves together, then you go to church. The Bible says, you know, to give offerings, you do that. The Bible says to love your neighbor. 
I'm driving a man around all every day this for for a long time. I'm driving him around, taking him where, picking him up, taking him to the doctor. That's being a doer, being helpful, being compassionate. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it and is not a forgetful here but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does. How many of you want to be blessed? I want to be blessed. I want my church to be blessed. It says, if anyone among you thinks he's religious and does not bridle his tongue but deceives his own heart. See, we've been on the subject of deception, but you can deceive and I can deceive myself. You can come to church every week and think you're a Christian and you're, you're a doer, but during the week you're not. You might talk a good talk, but you've got to walk the walk. You deceive your own heart. This one's religion is useless. Verse 27, pure and undefiled religion before God and the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their trouble and to keep oneself in spot from the world. Very simply, you're a doer. You're taking care of the orphans. You're taking care of the widows. You're doing something. We all have to do the word daily. And that's where I told, I've said this before, that it's so important that you are a doer of the word and you don't deceive yourself because we're coming into an hour. It's about like the, the you know, in the Old Testament when, when uh, he was building the ark. You know, I want to go see that, that ark they built. Have you seen that advertising? Where is it? South North Carolina. It's the actual measure. They built this. Arcs, the actual size of the original ark. But we're in that time where, you know, it's going to rain, it's going to rain. What's rain? I've never seen rain. It's going to rain, it's going to rain. Pretty soon it rains. Look at Psalm 1. See, messages like this and services like this are so important because it keeps you grounded. It keeps you focused. You make the changes in your heart's attitude. You deal with the sin. You confess your sin. You repent. But you keep moving forward. It says this in Psalm 1, blessed. We already learned in James, you're blessed if you're what? A doer. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. Verse 2. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law he meditates or he ponders day and night. You know, every one of us in this room could be more of a meditator. In other words, we keep that word in front of us, we chew on the word, we get a scripture and, you know, we, we think about it, we ponder it, we go over it, over it, over it till it finally we digest it. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, in his law he meditates day and night. See, if you and I will do that, this is where we need to be. He shall be like a tree 
planted by the rivers of water, that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaves shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. You have to be grounded. You have to put your spiritual roots down into the word of God, especially in this season. You know, I, I firmly believe what we see in the naturals, what, as she alluded to, is what's going on in the, in the spirit realm. I, I don't want to get blown away. I don't want you to get blown away. And you will not get blown away if you put your spiritual roots down and be planted by the rivers of water. You'll still bring forth fruit. You and I in, in this church can still bear abundant fruit even if there's a hurricane, even if there's a storm. I sent my, my uh, sister, I could tell when she called me, she was very anxious in her voice. And so I, I called and I gave her some scriptures from Isaiah and, and Psalm 91 and, and, uh, and that's, that's good. And I realize you got to follow after your heart. But, you know, sometimes when people say you need to go and, and evacuate, you should go and, you, and evacuate. <laughs> and you can speak the word all you want, but there's still going to be a surge. So it comes down to common sense, too. But I gave her scriptures, tried to keep her focused. And, and see, that's where we are all at. We've got to keep our eyes on the word. And we've got to be doers of the word. You've got to understand, we love you. We've been here a long time. And we've always endeavored to tell you the truth. No, we're not lovey-dovey. and No, we're not sappy. And no, we don't hug your neck all the time. But we preach and teach the word of God to keep your fat out of the fire. And if that isn't love, then you're sorely deceived. We love you. But I say this from the bottom of my heart. Some of you need, I'll do it this way. Let's do it like this. Some of you need to grow up. Don't come to me for meetings anymore if you're not being a doer. Because this is what I'll tell you. You're not a doer. I don't have time to talk to you. Pastor, that's not the love of God. Don't come and ask me for a meeting anymore. Because if I ask you, if you're tithing, you're not tithing, you're not a doer. Why should I waste my time? If you're in living in sin and doing things you know you shouldn't be doing, don't come to me. Here's another one. If you're not taking care of your physical body and you want me to wave a magic wand, yeah, I'll, you know, I pray with you. But if you're not eating right, oh, we might as well just go for it. 
we got enough in savings, we can make it a couple years. If you're not eating right, feeding your body good food, nutritious food, See, it all comes down to being a doer. Spiritually, physically, financially. You started it. I love you. And some of you are probably going to leave today offended. Then you got an issue. Because we gave you the truth. And it's the truth that sets you free. These, these days of just coming to church once a month, go to another church. What? Not to everybody else, is it? No, but I if you're if you're only coming to church here and one, you might as well just quit. Because you're not going to make it through the spiritual hurricane. Aren't you glad I'm not here to tell you what you want to hear? I'm telling you what you need to hear. And granted, every one of us, including this preacher, is not perfect. We have character flaws. We have issues. We have, but but you've got you to gotta work on it. You've got to every day get into the prayer closet. Get your nose in the book. Hang around the people that can encourage you and lift you up. The next week, Apostle Mike will be here. Maybe he'll he'll heal you all up. I doubt it. (laughs) We have an apostle coming next week. So what I expect from you, I expect you to be here. I expect you to come with an offering. I expect you to come expecting God to move. And everyone said, have a good week. God bless you.